Robson Civil, 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. You're listening to Saturdays on the Coast on SEN Track. Yeah, good morning. Welcome back to Breakers Indoor Sports Stadium. Hope you're enjoying the long weekend so far. Thanks to all of our partners. Robson Civil Projects, of course, our naming rights partner. Also, Whitey's Right Price Tyres. We love Mark Whitehead and the team. And Slime's Board Store. So I mentioned Buttes. I picked up the new G-Skate designed by the Gadowskis brothers. Can't wait to surf on it. Slime's Board Store. Surfing for the coast's largest range of surfboards, wetsuits and surf hardware. And they've been industry leaders since the mid-1980s. Darren running the show there, Darren Cooper. He's he's been there for decades. And Sean Hilton. What Sean doesn't know isn't worth knowing, Buttes. Is that right? When it comes to all things surfboards? When I was there the other day, I asked him some serious, some pertinent questions about the (laughs) G-Skate. He had all the answers. Well, that's that's what you want. If you're going to invest and spend some hard-earned on a surfboard like the G-Skate, is that what they call it? G-Skate. It's like a skateboard. Uh, Skate. And, and you know what? I tagged in the Gadowskis brothers. Yeah. Uh, you know, Paddy was on the world tour. And Paddy got around it, gave it some love. <laughs> yeah, so we've love gone it. viral. There you go. There hey, you go. Butes, uh, one thing I really love here on this Saturday morning, apart from the under-12s basketball, yes. they're selling Mark Hughes beanies. Love it. And scarves. Fantastic. Mark Hughes has done a great job with the foundation. And uh, another big year coming up. I think it's round 19 this year is the Mark Hughes Foundation round. And, uh, yeah, fantastic. And we've had Mark Hughes on the show, and we'll no doubt get him on again uh, during that round. But um, fantastic uh, foundation and what they do for uh, brain cancer and um, the research involved with that be bloody amazing. Yeah, so I think the beanies are $25. Yep. Uh, they're in a, a couple of different ranges this year, so the choice is yours and scarves as well. Hey, Buttes, uh, I think we should do this. How about we roll in some of the memories from last oh, Saturday night? Please do it's, it. It's still surreal, but let's start with a hat-trick by the Mariners striker and also Socceroo striker. Here we go. And Kololo's ball's a good oh. one. Oh, it came to Cummings. Still yeah! Jason Cummings, 17 goals for the season. He has another in the grand final. The Mariners have the lead. Farrell into the area. He's got a penalty. Chris Beath points to the spot and it's Farrell. His first touch is foul. It's Jason Cummings. V. Thomas Glover from the spot. He's Cummings for the Mariners. And he slides it home. And the Mariners Maverick is a grand final hero. He has his second. The Mariners, well, they're two goals in front. And it looks as though the penalty decision is going to stand. All eyes on Jason Cummings from the penalty spot. A massive moment here for the Mariners. And Cummings slots yeah! A hat-trick on grand final day. That will do it. A hat-trick hero. They build it as David versus Goliath. Or David may have just landed a knockout <laughs> shot. Look at the scene behind the goals for the Central Coast Mariners fans. Oh, how good. Adam Kwasnick in the box. Uh, as And one of the Mariners greats. You know, beautiful. Was he getting strangled <laughs> at some stage? Is there? It sounded like it. Last Saturday night, I was hosting the Surf Life Saving Central Coast Awards of Excellence. So I hadn't seen one minute of the action. Saturdays on the coast on 8.01 a.m. And through the app, it's great to... 
have you with us. Of course, just going through the Mariners, their triumph uh, on the weekend last week, of course, 6-1 over Melbourne City. So we're just going to go have a listen to some of the other goals and then hopefully the guys will be able to talk to their coach, Nick Montgomery, coming up shortly. Playing advantage, oh, Sam Silvera turns on the pace. Into the area, he goes. Yes! Oh, he makes the oh! mistake. It's 2-0 to the Mariners. They are turning it on in the grand final. Been sensational tonight. Silvera has a goal to his name. Wants to add another. Goes goal. What a ball. Benny, what a ball by Semi Silvera. He's definitely got that in his locker and he's found Benny and Cololo at the back post. I wasn't sure whether he's onside or not. What a pass. The O'Hara's racing away. Has Cummins in support. You do it on yourself. his own here. The O'Hara's plenty of time. Oh. And Cololo. Already a goal. Moresh, they're queuing up. Can yeah. they the goal? You bet they can. Oh, it's party time oh for Central my Coast. Word. What a night we've seen. What a grand final. It just keeps getting better. Monty, how has the week been? And, I mean, the obvious question, has this sunk in what you achieved? Oh, to be honest, it, the fact it was a week a week ago, it just seems, uh, yeah, it seems a little bit surreal. But just sort of taking time to digest it and, and everywhere you go on the course, everybody's so happy and, you know, people offering me free coffees and, uh, yeah, all sorts. So, it's uh, yeah, you really see what it's done for the community and, and yeah, what an unbelievable achievement. And, yeah, it does seem like it was uh, a bit of a blur. Uh, it's been a long week, a lot of interviews and phone calls and I know the boys are having a little bit of a party now and celebrating, but an uh, unbelievable achievement and just so proud of everybody involved in the club. Nick, uh, Butte said a moment ago you could never have imagined this, but from what I've been told, yourself and Serge were always supremely confident could you answer that and also could you share the story Richard Peel said you did a gym session the day of the game and then you actually heard a song in the gym and you've gone that'll do we're walking out now because this is our time uh, look myself and Sergio and, and the boys inside and the staff we all believed that we could we could win the championship and uh, I don't think we ever lacked any any belief so to you know to do that against people doubting us and against Melbourne City and probably Adelaide underestimating and has gone into the final series. It just made it all, all the more sweeter. So um, I actually wasn't in the gym uh, that morning, but a few of the staff were in there. And as they walked out, the, uh, the song Queen, uh, We Are The Champions came on. So that was a topic of discussion at the pre-match meal. Um, but yeah, they're little signs and, and it obviously just makes you feel good. But you know, going into the final, we were, everyone, all, everybody's quite relaxed. The players were relaxed and... Again, you know, we knew that, that, that we could win the game. Um, obviously, not that convincingly as it turned out, but just a fantastic uh, achievement. And to win any grand final is, is, is an unbelievable achievement. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll go down long in the memory of, of everybody. Hey, Butes, I know you got the next question, but have you seen the video this week of... Have you seen the video of Vanuatu, of people there no. celebrating? Have you seen the video of Nick... The montage of his goal celebrations on the sideline. Oh, he looked like Bruce Lee at various stages there doing his kung fu fighting. I loved it, Nick. It was bloody awesome. Yeah. Mate, oh, look, Nick, oh, congratulations, mate. An outstanding performance, um, not only from the players, but you and the coaching staff. Just absolutely remarkable. I want to ask you a question just in relation to as a player and a coach. Okay, and this has nothing to do with the game, but how, how good does this feel as a coach, compared to 
Um, you know, you're playing, you win things as a player. And, and I've just gone into the coaching uh, to some extent, not to this level, don't get me wrong, but I've got to tell you, I get so much more satisfaction out of winning as a coach than I do as a player. Uh, tell me how you found it, um, you know, taking out the A-League Championship uh, last Saturday. As, as a coach, it's, it's, you can't really put into words. It's, it's, it's the best achievement I've ever had in my career, and that's that's not saying that I didn't have some good times in my playing career, but to do it as a coach and, and put a collective together, staff, players, you know, with a, with a vision at the start of the season to to be successful and win the championship, it's yeah, it, it's yeah, it's really hard to to explain how uh, how proud I am because there's so many people behind the scenes that put a lot of hard work in, you know, day to day and. Um, all season from pre-season right until last Saturday um, and, and yeah it's just amazing just amazing that you you know just to know that the hard work you've put in and the preparation when you go into any game you know to, to win that game when you know you've put all the preparation in and you've prepared mentally physically emotionally the staff the players and, and, and you made them believe that we could win the game so yeah it, it's by far the best achievement I've, I've ever had in my career and it's one that I'll never forget and I'll cherish forever I've got to say, Steve, when you think about, as a player, when you're playing, you focus on yourself and what you've got to do to get yourself at that level. Mm. As a coach, you've got to think about 20 other players. You've got to think about your staff. You've got to think about the club. You've got all these other things that are factored in. And that is such a massive achievement and such, you know, when you talk about multitasking, it is phenomenal what you've been able to achieve. Well, I heard Matty Johns say about Craig Bellamy. He'd say often when he worked with Craig... It was almost like Craig wasn't present because he's got so many things going on yep. in the peripheral. So, you know, it's such a difficult job and you're trying to manage so many things. And it's, all, it's 24-7, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Hey, Nick, if you said that you're under the pump early in that second half, isn't it just absolutely brilliant that a Central Coast local comes on and turns the game? Jacob Farrell. And now yeah. he's in France with the Olly Roos. Yeah, I think looking back on the game, I actually only got a chance to watch it the other day. Um, but look, the first half, if, if everyone's being honest, the game should have been out of sight. You know, we had probably three other chances that we should have scored. It could have easily been four, five, one at half time. You know, but you know, conceding yeah. that goal just on half time, a really sloppy goal. That they're going to come out second half. You know, we're talking about the champions of, of Australia over the last couple of years and dominating the league. You know, they've got um, big players, players played in the World Cups and. You know they're going to come out the second half, and uh, you know we just needed to manage the game. And although they had a little bit of possession, I never felt threatened. You know, other than probably once, once or twice where they got near the goal. Um, yeah, I just knew it was a matter of time before we turn the screw again, and, and, and you know be clinical in that front third. And it was just yeah, it was just goal after goal after goal in the second half, and you could see them totally demoralised, and and by the end you know probably humiliated because you know there'd been a lot of talk, especially from their captain, who you know. Uh, not a big fan of, to be honest. I uh, never have been, but you know he was talking a lot during the during the two weeks and a little bit of disrespect towards the club and, and some of the staff. Um, and then he sat on the bench like he has done all season and, and watched everything unfold in front of him. So talk is cheap and, and, and people like to talk, but if you don't deliver on the pitch, then you're the one that looks stupid in the end of it. And um, I think uh, when he looks back, that will probably haunt him. You know, that'll haunt him because you know to underestimate us when you look at the stats over the last two years and goal scored and. The amount of points we've accumulated, um, you know, the second to Melbourne City in points accumulated in the last three A-League seasons. 
and, and yeah, I thought that was a little bit bizarre, really. But maybe that's just because we're the central coast Mariners, and and everybody wants to doubt us. So um, yeah, Farrell, Farrell coming on, yeah, superb. I mean, he's had a real yeah. tough season, lands with a fever, you know, a couple of injuries, and that sometimes happens in his second season. So he's been getting stronger and stronger, and and I knew that him and James McGarry on that left hand side, uh, you know, uh, coming on, he will give us energy and. Yeah, to come on and, and get the penalty, and, and I think from that moment on, it was it was yeah total domination. Yeah, I was about to say, Butes, who's not going to exchange Christmas cards in yeah. 2023? I think Scott Jamison and the entire Central Coast Mariners squad. I think there was their members and fans. I think there was something pre-game where they were uh, at each other. Andy Burnell. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, how good is this? It's, <laughs> it's on before kickoff. And then I was thinking, okay, this is this is a captain doing this, but he's Butes. We've got. Just over one minute left with Nick Montgomery, and what a season. You know, you could make a Hollywood movie out of the last eight weeks. Yeah. From the moment the international break happened, we went through undefeated. Just mind-blowing. You may have heard Nectar Triadis is off to Sunderland AFC. Congratulations to that young man. From Gosford to the Stadium of Light in less than 12 months is just remarkable. I wonder if Nick's had a call from Celtic because Ange Postacoglu has moved on, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, it certainly is. And, and Nick, just one last question, mate, before we got to go. Um, you know, we've seen Ange go on um, to bigger and better things with Tottenham. Mate, where does it sit for you right now? What's 2023-24 look like for Nick Montgomery and his coaching staff? Oh, look, right now, all, all I concentrate on is preparing for next season. You know, In football sport, you know, Buse, there's always speculation on players, on coaches when you're successful. But, you know, to be honest, I don't really get caught up with that stuff. You mentioned there about Nectar going to Sunderland. That's that's one of many in the last few years that have gone on to big things. And we have to promote that as a club because that's that's what makes a club survive and, and become sustainable. So, you know, we have to celebrate that. And without Kai Rolls leaving, maybe Nectar and, and Brian Caltat never play this season. So... Um, you know, in terms of myself, I, I love living on the coast. You know, I, I love the Mariners. Um, obviously, I've got ambitions the same as everybody, every player and, and, and coach to, to reach the highest level. And for me, that's the Premier League. So look, one day, I would love to get there. How I get there and what that journey looks like is you know, it's probably, uh, yeah, probably have to wait and see. And give me a call in 10 years' time and see where I am. But yeah, right now, I'm just yeah. concentrating on recruiting for next season and, and getting ready for AFC Cup and... Uh, FFA Cup and League and, and, and all the games next season so um, it's probably the best answer I can give you Yeah Nick uh, you're one of the best players to wear the shirt love watching you play and now you've gained absolute legendary status leading us back to the A-League Championship in 2023 standing ovation yeah, from our well team done, Nick. congratulations Nick and we'll talk soon thanks guys thanks for all your support